I was uh, talking to someone uh, the other day and uh, as we were chatting, the lady uh, picked up her uh, mobile phone and said, Siri, what's the weather in Ipswich tomorrow? And Siri replied, fine, 28 degrees Celsius. And then again, we were, we were talking about a few other things and uh, this lady, not sure whether she was nervous or really relaxed, but she grabbed her phone again and said, Siri, give me a good practical recipe for scones. So Siri spoke out a message and described uh, how to make scones. We talked on again and she asked Siri some other questions in, in the course of the conversation. And uh, I, in one way, wondered why I was standing there. As I was driving away from uh, that particular circumstance or that conversation, I thought to myself, if only Jesus gave us a state-of-the-art iPhone named Siri who lives inside us and answers all our questions. I'm sure you are sitting at home or in the church now and some of you have got questions in your heart that only you, you know what those questions are. The very sacred things, the inner questions that we ask of our lives. After his ascension into heaven, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to be our guide and helper as we find our way through life. This gift of the Holy Spirit provides us with a wise and knowing companion. My mind that day was wondering in a creative way about Siri. Now, I'm not really comparing Siri to the Holy Spirit, so don't go and, and uh, misquote me by any means. But the Holy Spirit is there to help and to guide us. And at times, the Holy Spirit gives us answers. If we connect with the Holy Spirit and allow the Spirit to connect and enter into our own lives and into our own hearts. As we come to the end of the Easter season, the lectionary focuses on how the risen life of Jesus is being extended as the church carries out its mission under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Last week we were called living stones, a beautiful expression and something that is very dear to my heart, that we are life-giving disciples of the Lord, people who are alive in our faith whether they be young people or old people or old people and full of wrinkles like I'm getting. But our faith needs to be alive and active. In the Acts of the Apostles, wherever the gospel is preached, the same signs and wonders occur that accompany Jesus' ministry. Unclean spirits are driven out. Crippled and paralysed people are cured. And new believers receive the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands. Their faith was alive and active. It wasn't dead and with no meaning. The first letter of St Peter says that the joy of the gospel was so evident in Christians that they were, be, they were to be prepared to tell others who asked why they were so filled with hope. It radiated in their lives. When was the last time you saw a Catholic? When was the last time you saw someone in our parish community who was radiating their faith? Hopefully it was only a short time ago. Imagine a parish where healings are a regular occurrence and people leave Sunday Mass glowing with excitement 
over what God is doing in their lives. Just imagine how alive that would be for our faith. If you love me and keep my commandments, Jesus said, I will ask the Father to send you the Holy Spirit to be with you always. The inner life of God, and we're going to celebrate that over the next few weeks, the, the Blessed Trinity, will appear within you in, 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 and in our communities if we allow the life of Jesus to be evident in our lives. Again, imagine the power flowing from a parish where everyone believes they are carrying the Blessed Trinity with them into the world. Wow. Just imagine. These weeks of Easter provide a time to delve into the powerful theology of relationship from which all Christianity and all uh, Christian activity flows. Before we can turn the energy of faith into good works, we must know God as well as know the members of our own households. So it's fitting in the next few weeks that the churches, uh, well, St Mary's Church here will be open for private prayer to encourage us to really sit in the stillness of our heart. How challenging might be uh, in our modern homes with members going in many directions, living the busy lives that we are, perhaps lost in uh, their own media worlds or on different schedules, but finding time for personal prayer. Our faith, the faith that uh, we live, calls us to be active, not passive. To actively proclaim our joy as believers, to live out our baptism in a credible and real way. The indwelling of the Blessed Trinity, or let me say the indwelling of God, is a, is a dynamic force, a source, an essence of all love. The risen life promised by Christ at baptism appears within networks of relationships within our own lives, where cooperation, reconciliation, unselfish sharing and real concern for one another reveal who we are. In other words, our faith is not only alive, but it's credible. We are actively walking the ways of Jesus. And Jesus tells his disciples that the world will know that there is something special about them when they love one another. If we remain in God's love, God will be revealed to us and through us. We become, as St Francis says, instruments of God's love and God's peace. More than any act of service or sacrifice we perform or any sermon that we preach, this witness to the indwelling of God is the most effective way we can carry out our Christian vocation. If a person is in love, he or she cannot hide that love from others. We can see that love radiating. If someone is filled with joy and hope, everyone will notice and ask about it. The philosopher Aristotle put it simply, as a thing appears and acts, so it is. So my friends, we profess our faith. We know, we're reminded this morning, that the Holy Spirit, our advocate, is with us. It's simple. It is very, very simple. We have to live that. We have to show our faith. 
Our essence is revealed in what we say and do. The way we carry our bodies and express our feelings. If we are angry and depressed, in doubt or confusion, this will be evident in our appearance and body language. But if we are overflowing with Easter joy, the world will notice and want to share what we have to offer. Life is messy and confusing, and by crikey, hasn't the last uh, couple of months taught us that and reminded us of the, the messiness of life? But in that messiness is God. What is clear, however, is today's urgent need for us, the people of God, to realise how gifted we are in word and spirit. Living this boldly will make for a messy church. And that's exactly what Pope Francis talks about when he describes the church today in 2020. Let's be joy-filled and not be afraid to live in our faith. We do that because of the love of the Holy Spirit, knowing that the Holy Spirit is with us always. The Holy Spirit is greater than Siri. I can actually speak to speak to the Holy Spirit like I speak to Siri, but the answers are in our life. Siri just comes out with a computer slogan or a computer way of responding. The Holy Spirit enters into our life. The Holy Spirit is personal and loving and always there. Yes, the question for us to reflect on, are we there for the Holy Spirit? May we always welcome the Holy Spirit into our lives and be a dwelling place of love and joy, be a dwelling place of God's Spirit in our lives.